Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Hot and spicy day in the markets. Oh, yeah. Just crushing it over here, man. Just crushing it. <laughs> Getting crushed. No, but I do see some of those uh, rebase tokens moving like 40%. But I'm like, oh, great. It's up to $3 now. Yeah, no, it's, uh, <laughs> started at 170. You know, it's uh, it's interesting. I think we have enough. I, I think we have enough money in our uh, club to go buy out uh, a protocol. Yeah, you know, just go fucking just just take over a project, turn it into something really interesting. Could be very yeah, cool. It would be very cool. Yeah, since uh, we're talking about something like that. Yeah. No, no, that's a good idea. I didn't think I wasn't thinking along that line much. But yeah, no, that makes total sense. Would be nice to have. Well, we can speculate about that after. I think what everybody wants to know today is, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing, Joe? What are we doing? Well, look, you know, I don't know if you guys all know that are listening, but we're working on another really large project that I think everybody's going to really like. That feeds into all the principles of DAOs and community, and you know, scaling up with massive quantities of community members, and you know, money making opportunities, all that. Um, but that I think fits in right well with what's going on now. Um, just because, you know, this type of a correction, um, you know, there's a lot of noise out there, but I think, you know, you have to think about it in a sense of, um, this is kind of all being led by equity markets. It's not like people are sitting there going, oh shit, you know, time to sell Bitcoin. It's that they're looking at that chart we showed a few weeks ago of S and P 500 and they're looking at about what? Half of that is fluff. It's hopium, half of that valuation. So there's some, you know, sure people buy future earnings, but there's some kind of like, you know, that that's a lot of fat and there's got to be a trim there. I don't know what that number is. I mean, I'm seeing some stuff today. Grantham saying 45%. I think Woods is saying 20%. Um, you know, a lot of people talking about, you know, some bear market, some people talking about crypto winter. I don't, I don't buy that one to be honest, but no. I do think again, and, and then when sentiment goes so negative like this, this is when I start thinking it's it's going to go the other way. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so again, if it does drop, and I'm talking about the big ones, BTC, ETH, all that big, there's gonna it's gonna be a wick. And there's you know just look at the um, can you pull up that liquidity chart that I sent you from Kingfisher? It's in Telegram. I, it's not a link or anything. It's just a picture. Or maybe yeah, I can show it. Yeah, I'll yeah. show it. Well, I'll you can't. You, yeah, you could. You'll have to share your Telegram window. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let me get this up. But um, and if you click on the preview, this yeah. one right here. Yeah. Oh wait, no. DeFi launch is where it is. I just want to show this ETH one from a couple hours ago, just to show where you see where everybody's teeing up to buy. <clears throat> All right, it's this one. Okay, share screen. Here we come. Sorry, guys. All right, this one right here. Um, so this is the uh, liquidation. Oh, no, this is BTC perp. Sorry, this is the wrong one. But, you know, look, you can see where the shorts are, obviously. Um, right. but, but look at all this buying power down here. Um, I, I really wanted to show the ETH one, so let me go pull this. But but the point is, oh, okay, okay, look, 39,000. If it takes a dump down to 30, I mean, you see how much has to be cleared out here? And you yeah. see how much is here waiting. And when this starts moving, these tend to start going up. So right. again, I, I just don't, see, you know, this whole like go to zero stuff. I just don't buy it. I don't no, think it I don't happens either. anymore. So they're just trying to everybody. Well, I'm going to say them or they, but certain aspects of the market, you know, they just want to see, um, BTC again. they just want to get it down so they can buy more. Exactly. So, you know, to me, Ignore a lot of the noise, the Russia ban on crypto, whatever. That doesn't mean like the oligarchs aren't holding crypto. And if you look at the language, it just says you can't uh, sell it or use it, but you can own it. Yep. Okay. So explain that logic to me. Um, shit, I can't find this chart I had. Where was it? The Kingfisher one. Maybe it's, but just want to show you, there's a lot of stuff. I thought I had it here. Um, let me do one more look because I've showed it to you before. So it must be sitting here. And I just missed it. That's the BTC one. There it is. This is what I'm looking for. This Oh, it's Jarvis Labs. That's why I'm looking the wrong place. Okay. So 
you guys know I like Jarvis Labs, Ben Lilly, all those guys. Um, but you can see this is the ETH one, uh, liquidation prices, I believe. Right. And so what you can see here, like this looks like about 1800 You got a billion sitting there or a billion below 2K waiting to buy. And you got another half billion sitting at 2500 Now, that doesn't sound too good right now. And we're sitting at 3700 But my point is that you know, there, there's so many kind of safety nets here to catch that when it does bottom into some giant you know, pool of liquidity, it's going to run then. Right. Because, you know, that's buying power. And then you get into short squeezes and all of that. So I don't see a long decline, you know, unless the stock market gets cut in half and um, nobody has any money. But at the same time, I sort of think when that happens, money is going to go into crypto. I'm yeah. not one of those. I, I think it's getting ready to turn that way. I think people are so um, looking at just the uh, currency risk out there across the board. Yeah. Of devaluing purchasing power and all of that, that, you know, or inflation, which, you know, I, I Kathy Woods is saying she says no inflation next this year. Um, she sees a recession. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. you know, that's how you get rid of inflation. Right. But, but, you know, there's, you also got to think too that, you know, when we raise interest rates, that increases the rate on deposits. So anybody that's looking to move, is that me or you, Joe? You froze up. Joe. Okay. I have no idea if I'm broadcasting or Joe's broadcasting. I don't know if it's locked up. All right, folks, we'll wait for Joe to rejoin the living. Um, I, I think it's uh, probably on his side that we're having a problem, but uh, let me know. Can, if anybody's watching and can chat, tell me who you can hear me or Joe. Of course, if you can't hear me, you can't tell me that you won't know to tell me that. Will you? <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, I have been, uh, in light of this insanity, um, I'm going to remove Joe and I'm going to share my screen. Do, do, do. If you can actually hear, oh, okay. It's Joe. Thank you. Trading edge. So glad to know it's not me. Nutmeg. Okay. Awesome. So Joe's dead. Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. Uh, so I interviewed uh, the team at Bancor the other day, and I, I think all of us are probably going, what the fuck are we going to do now, right? And um, I would suggest that um, they they have a really awesome new version of their platform coming out by the end of the quarter. Um, and I would suggest that um, a lot of folks are going to start looking at uh, stables and where they can park their money and still have some decent yield. Um and I'm looking hard at Bancor, uh, Frax, um, and some others for potential returns. Now, I am not a fan of uh, USDC or USDT, but um, if it's something you're into, here are current kind of yields uh, on this. Now, what's really interesting is um, that they are moving to a complete single staking model so that you would just put up USDC, USDT, or DAI, or whatever the token is that you hold that you want to invest in. So, but if you look at these returns right now, um, you know, 39.28% on USDC with BNT at 58.26%, uh, USDT 41.8259, DAI at 32.43 and 52.21. Now, I expect that we're going to have a lot of folks that, um, welcome back, Joe. I started diving into a, uh, a thing about uh, stables. No, that's um, cool. Yeah. Sorry. I had a power spike. And so it, you know, the Wi-Fi blipped and so I had to reset. Yeah. Yep. Um, but you know, I was just, sorry, I just want to wrap that up. So I don't see, you know, because of institutional presence, because of, um, you know, everybody's sitting there stacking up to reload for the next push up, you know, issues with equities and geopolitical risk and all that. <laughs> You know, I think this might be the time when it flippens to where people start really going to crypto as a safe haven. Yeah. And two, I think that, you know, DeFi and DAOs are going to crush it this year. Yeah. Um, it fits perfect in a bear market. It fits perfect in a sideways market. Um, this is the place to be right now. So sorry to cut you off. I just No, that's okay. Especially if you launch a DAO that is focused on revenue generation for the holders and the members, as well as um, one that has enough sense to focus on bridging DeFi into uh, traditional as well as um, 
targeting project treasuries. So uh, more to come on that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so Joe, I was just walking them through the current yields at uh, Bancor. Um, yeah. And again, these will be single-sided. They have insurance space built into the algorithm. Um, and in the next version of this, um, tokens are going to be able to incentivize uh, kind of like the curve model for mm -hmm. people to stake or just yield farming, really. So you'll be able to earn additional tokens beyond the yield that you're getting on uh, the stables or non-stables you have. I mean, look, even 6% on WBTC is pretty awesome, right? Yeah. I mean, that's like, if you believe that Ethereum at 4.43%, if you believe that there are projects like Ethereum and Bitcoin and Link and whatever else that you're into, if you believe that those tokens long-term are going to continue to do their upward motions as they always have through every down cycle and back up, then earning 6% more Bitcoin in a year um, is an awesome way to place that bet, right? Because if you think, if you buy some Bitcoin now, wrap it, put it in here as WBTC or just buy WBTC and you're earning 6% more and you think the upside, let's say it's, hundred grand, right? That's a, that's a sweet ass return, you know, 6% uh, um, extra bump on your overall expectation that these tokens are going to go eventually higher. That's, that's really powerful. So obviously this is not financial advice. There are other yields that are stable and conservative. Bancor was the first AMM. So they've been around for a long time. I just interviewed a bunch of the guys on the team really impressive approach to how they do things, how they think through things. They have full-blown economists. Uh, as I mentioned the other day, the, the economist that invented the Euro uh, is an advisor on the team. They think through everything they do, and they've had longer than any other project to think through the ramifications of their models, and they model the shit out of everything that they offer. The other thing is, is no token gets approved in here without the community voting for it. Their DAO is very strong in terms of, uh, uh, of that. And there's some other cool shit coming. So, uh, you know, if you are feeling pain today and you have some gunpowder um, that, that's available to you, these may be some moves, right? Mm -hmm. At the very least, the stables are great moves because if you're waiting to see how much more we have, if there's going to be a full capitulation, this is a great way to kind of uh, feel like you're still kind of aping in um, and uh, balancing the money you're holding to see what happens. So, yeah, you know, as you were, I agree 100%. As you were talking, I just wanted to look over at Geist to see what they were paying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, w, they've added a lot more coins on here too. Now you can get, uh, looks like 22%, um, just single, just depositing curve uh, Dow token on, on Geist right now on Phantom. And you can deposit a stable called MIM that is getting you 13% interest. Uh, you know, just single stable yeah. depositing, basically. Yeah. So you can find these opportunities. But Bancor, um, is a, to me, it's been around, like you said, a lot longer. Um, I don't want to, I don't know, I don't want to use the word trust, but it's like, you know, it's backed by uh, Draper and those guys, you know, who are tied into a whole bunch of um, big, big money um versus geist which you know it's a great product i like it but i, I think i might go bancor yeah geist for deposit uh, on, on another note real quick if you log into one of these and and you see that there's no space available on a pool the next version of the pool will have no caps so there will be no limit to uh, the amount that gets deposited they've had this very conservative model of capping uh some of the pools uh that they have so like right now the btc pool uh, there's only 0.77 space available, but you can set notifications and they'll notify you when space frees up on these pools. But there's a lot like this. There are conservative, more conservative, stronger plays where you can earn great yield. Um, there will be lending on a lot of these protocols. So you can have staked tokens and pull those out. The whole VE and curve stuff. I mean, curve is the number one provider of liquidity in the world. Look, I think what we're going to see happen is, um, we're going to see liquidity start to come out of the market because people are freaking out, right? So they're going to sell their shit. They're going to bank out to their bank. And what's going to happen is all of these projects are going to have to provide greater incentives 
to keep the liquidity in their pools, right? And so you, they're going to start the liquidity projects like Bancor, et cetera, are going to start in upping the incentives and projects that need the liquidity in the market are going to start adding incentives onto them. So at Bancor, let's take Alchemix. Alchemix could be staking, uh, could have a pool there and then offer additional incentives on top of the yield you're already getting. So keep an eye out for those. We'll keep looking for them and talking about them in the show. But uh, there are, um, there will be a lot of opportunities opening up. And, you know, one of the things that's um, really interesting in these bear markets, having been through a few now, is that um, there are a lot of opportunities and there's a lot of fucking upside. So if you've got the cash on hand to take advantage of those opportunities and those upsides, you know, we, we all want to keep an eye out for those. So any of you yeah. guys see things that are interesting, please don't hesitate to message us. So, you know, uh, another good thing that fits in with that strategy, Brad, is and I, I haven't done it lately, but, um, you know, you go on to like CoinMarketCap or CoinGecko. I'm thinking CoinMarketCap probably is best for this task, but you just basically go for the, you know, look for the ones that are down the most. Yeah. So you know, James, James Strickland said, I'm farming stables of Phantom, Avalanche, Moonbeam and Metis. You can find upwards of 60% for stables only. So all you're depositing is the stable. Uh, Trading Edge asked, how does Bancor generate those such high returns? And James said, the returns come from trading fees plus incentivize uh, with the native token Bancor token, the BNT token. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, so lots and lots of opportunities uh, in the market. So as dismal as things feel and seem right now, um, you know, be aware that uh, what, what's the Buffett line? Uh, be be greedy when others are fearful. Be uh, no, be fearful when others are greedy. Be greedy when others are feel, fearful. Right? Yeah. These are the times when life changing money is made. Now, are we finished dumping? <laughs> Who fucking knows? Yeah. But um, the bottom line is, if you're layering in on the way down, um, you're better off than if it turns on you and you don't get anything. So. Uh, anyway, I, uh, I'm, I, I see a lot of opportunity right now. Yeah, me too. I, I'm, I am cautiously watching though, just because like you, I'm not sure where, you know, is there another, if something else happened macro, would there be another leg down? You know, yep. that's, that's, that's kind of what I'm watching. So, you know, what I would do, um, if I was deploying capital into the market right now, um, you know, I'm, of course I'm, I'm loving Phantom, I'm loving Matic, I'm loving those uh, layer one, layer two plays. I'm loving curve. It's down. Um, there's all kinds of good stuff out there, but I would come in with, you know, a quarter of my stack for that at this point and wait yeah. because yeah. you don't know. I mean, if it goes up, great. You know, you sell it when it's up and you wait for the next ride down, you know, and you do it again. Yep. But, you know, at this point, if I'm playing long term um, and by long, I mean, you know, a couple of months out to a couple of years um, in this space, you know, this is when I come in at Phantom and, you know, if I'm bringing 10 grand in, I drop 2,500 on Phantom right now. Yeah. I keep 7,500 in reserve. And if it dips another 10%, I think it's at like 240 right now or something. Let me see. If it goes to two, I'm buying more. Yeah. If it goes to a buck 50, I'm dropping the other 50%. There you go. So I love that, it. That's the strategy on all of these when you're like yep. coming in. And if they spike, if, if, if you miss it, you got a quarter in and all of a sudden it goes from 240 to 350, sell it. Yep. You know, and then find another one that's down 90% or something or another yeah. good one or just keep doing that. I just don't buy the whole um, in this type of market, um, you know, thinking about it like you're trying to find the next Amazon at a dollar or something. Yeah, like yeah. I, Let me give you some other stuff. So um, if anybody's watching as an expert on Tokamak, uh, uh, Trading Edge said you're right. Uh, it was time to be fearful a couple of weeks ago. The BTC and ETH charts are broken at this point. Yeah, I I, I definitely can see that. Um, so, well, well, let me ask a quick question, Brad. What do you mean by broken? Or what do you see there when you uh, say that, broken? That was trading edge. Oh, for oh. me, I mean, I think he's saying that it's broken through to oh, oh through the support, support. level. Yeah. yeah, got it. Okay, got it. Yeah, he said we may get a short term bump, but I think that will be another selling up. I'm a trader, so I like the volatility. So I trade whichever way it goes. Awesome. Short-term yeah. bounce. Yeah, I figured that's what he meant. Well, even look um, at like the guys like Sailor. You know, I don't know where he's at. I, somebody said 31. I think I heard 28 as well. But if you're sitting there with that size stack and you've been buying in the 50s, the last couple of tranches, you know, 54, 58, 56, I think. Um, yep. 
you know, you want this to go to 30 right now. Yeah. You know, and you, or you want it to go to 25 because then yep. you're going to come in and do a massive buy to DCA yep. your 56 down to, you know, in the thirties. Yep. So, you know, there's a lot of good stuff coming. Here's reading some comments. Yeah. Oh, more comments. Okay, go. No, it's okay. Okay, so um, another opportunity. I am not an expert in Tokamak. I just started uh, reading uh, the documentation last night. I need to spend some more time on it. Um, but a um, couple of opportunities here. So I'm an Alchemix holder. Um, love the project. Uh, they're just now starting to lower their yields on single staking of Alchemix in the Alchemix pools. But here's the interesting thing. You can come to Tokamak, and I've got to understand how the voting percentage versus the, the uh, staking uh, deposits percentage works. But this is a model for voting on liquidity. I think it's fairly similar to the curve convex stuff, but a little more um, intense. Um, it's a project that's liked by the founders of Alchemix and Olympus Dow and others. But here's the interesting thing. You're sitting on that stake of Alchemix. So I've been staked in Alchemix with a nice chunk of it for uh, quite a while. And I've been earning anywhere, I think at one point it was 120%. Um, and now we're down to 37.0% and it's supposed to be dropping more. Mm -hmm. So here's the interesting thing though. You, you can take that Alchemix and take it out of the uh, farm that, they, that you normally have, the single staking farm at the Alchemix website. You can deposit here, right? So if you deposit here and then you make it available from the voting pools, um, not only for deposits, you'll get 27%. If you um, allocate uh, for the voting, and I still don't have an idea of how this works, but APR on voting, then you're at 39%. But here's what Alchemix did. Because they want people in Tokamak giving them and voting for them for liquidity, they're paying, you can come back and take your TALCX that you get from Tokamax. So you're taking, you're getting your APR on Tokamak. You come back to um, Alchemix's website and you can stake the TALCX you get for 65.72% additional. Ooh. Yeah. So that's a nice round trip move from my perspective. The same is true. You now, Geome isn't in, uh, Omis, Olympus Dow isn't incentivizing that, but I'm also sitting on my stack of fucking Olympus Dow, which is uh, in the shit, right? Um, where's the Geome deposits? Geome was like, looked like it was at, what's that, 12,000 or 20,000? No, that's, uh, that's Ohm, uh, where, here? No, I saw it yesterday. I was shocked. I saw something like a Geome or whatever that was like, in the tens of thousands of dollars. Or... No, no, no. Geome is at uh, 7,000, I think, right now. Oh, that, okay. Maybe it's down. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but there's a Geome pool. So deposit at 6%. Voting, uh, tacking uh, on voting is 42%. Unfortunately, Olympus doesn't have uh, a yield farm to offer ingestional incentives uh, on top of it. But you might as well be sitting here earning an extra 6% on your geome because you're still, because it's geome, you're still getting your rebase awards, right? Mm -hmm. Because the price is tied to rebase and current price of the token. So you might as well come in here and get your 6%. And once I figure out the voting, I'll, uh, the voting, I'm assuming you assign your deposit to voting rights. And when you assign your deposit to voting rights, just like in the curve convex stuff, then the liquidity is pointed towards Olympus Dow. I think that's how it works. But I really like the double incentives on Alchemix. So as soon as I finish yeah. reading the docs, I'm probably going to take make a move on that this afternoon. Um, again, plenty of risk here. You know, Tokamax. Uh, uh, hey, James, you're you're familiar with it. Do you want to come on the show, man? I'm gonna, uh, da, 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 da. Let me send him a link. Invite. Yeah, I noticed. I was on one of those, re the Binance rebase one, Unistow, because they've got that spice game going. And it's actually, you know, there's a lot of activity there. Um, and I just noticed there they have this new kind of 4-4 bone, bone stake, B-O-N staking, they call it. And it's that. You can now take those, the staked Udo. Udo is their token for Unistow, U-D-O. And, you know, you lock it up or deposit it, then you get the S-U-D-O. Well, now you can deposit the SUDO over at uh, BuySwap for like 200% interest or something yeah. like that. So, Hey, Trading um, Edge, uh, Bancor is moving to Phantom uh, first, and then we'll be moving to multiple other layer ones and layer twos. 
Yeah, it is only mainnet right now. Sorry, Joe. Yeah, no, 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 that's okay. And so all of a sudden you get another pile and that's what I'm kind of thinking. Now, who's going to go next? Okay, so basically it's the same thing as you said with Alchemix. So you could then get the token from staking it on BuySwap. You come back and restake it on Unistow. And then you get rewards in the buy swap token plus some NFTs or something. So it seems like there's going to be more and more of these, you know, multiple round trips. Yeah, yeah. And I think what we should probably do is try to compile a list of blue chip, better projects that have yield opportunities and where all the components of the round trip are, you know, fairly blue chip projects. Um, so I'm, I'm going to I'll start putting that in my note app the ones I find and run into and we'll talk about them each day and maybe we'll put a list in the discord for people. Uh, by the way, if you're not in the discord, please join it. Just go to missiondefi.com and click uh, the discord icon in the top right of your screen. Um, if you are in the discord and you know other opportunities like that, um, you know what? I'm going to create a channel right now for, I'm going to call it bear market ops. Well, you know what? We'll just keep it in DGen plays. So yeah. if you there's a channel uh, under Mission DeFi category called DGen plays. Um, if if uh, you know of other projects like Tokamak um, and the round trips that you can outline for like Alchemix and Tokamak and Geome and Tokamak, um, you know, let's post them in there and try keeping a list. Let's use hashtag uh, Bear Ops. And uh, we'll keep a list of the best bear opportunities uh, with hashtag bear ops. I'm assuming I'm not even sure if hashtags work the same way anymore in uh, Discord as they do in tell Twitter, but we'll give it a fucking shot. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's start compiling them there. I'll, um, I'll uh, start it off and uh, we'll take it from there. But I think there's going to be a lot of these opportunities that people aren't realizing are there. So. Well, and also take this opportunity to catch up on your research. I yeah. mean, I have a couple of, uh, there's a great article, and I don't know if you guys ever check out The Economist, but the January yep. 22nd edition has the race to dominate the DeFi ecosystem is on. It's a really good article. Of course, it's focused. You want to share your screen? Uh, I don't have the, it's a, there's a paywall on this, uh, this, this link right here, but you could get it if you, you know, go through, um, uh, you know, a clean browser without cookies and get there one You know, time. there's a there's a browser extension that does that circumvents paywalls. I gotta find it. Let me see if I, I can get I it here. Hold on. The race to dominate. Um just see if this maybe I can get it on a link from a, somebody else picks it up. Oh yeah, here we go. It's on okay, my invest cafe. Let's see what is this is it. Oh yeah, this is the okay. So here I'll I'll share screen if you want. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, by the way, real quick in the Tokamak pool, here's a bet I like, uh, Frax, so stablecoin project mm -hmm. I love and, uh, deposit for 6% to uh, earn 43% on voting. And if I know Frax, there's some other incentive on top of that. Trading Edge said, I think yields on stablecoins will be the big, big the longer we remain in a bear range bound market. Totally agree, man. I I, I think there's going to be a huge opportunity there. Um, and we're talking about an opportunity to uh, scale that outside to the normie world. So we'll see what we can do. Well, this I found this this article on another site. I don't know if it's the same article, but this is the title. This is the, the picture from The Economist, but I don't know if this is a summary. But, you know, it's just a lot of good, you know, macro-y type stuff in here that you kind of want to know and it shows the trends what's going on in DeFi, and you know how i think i saw something like january when DeFi start well january of 2021 not when DeFi started but when the calculation started um i think it was a matter of like maybe 50 billion or something like that in DeFi, and now it's uh 250 billion Lock, excuse me locked on platforms in protocols wow. yeah in protocols. yeah so the trend is definitely going this direction but i'd recommend everybody take a look at this article you know economist here's here's the thing um this one's pretty interesting grantham who's got a pretty good reputation um you know, he says we're coming to the end of a super bubble um again this guy's not really thinking about uh you know leading from crypto he's leading from fiat but it's just a good article to read if you look at if you think that the equities influence crypto, which I think we know is the fact. Um, this on the Federal Reserve site, they released a paper, I think, yesterday 
um, a discussion paper on pros and cons of a U.S. central bank currency. Just good to read to see what they're thinking. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not necessarily in agreement with everything in this article, but it allows you to see what the, the big regulators are kind of thinking about. Right. And then, of course, I showed this one earlier, the liquidity on Jarvis Labs. You know, Kathy Woods, you know, um, talking about recession and slowdown. I mean, you know, her ETFs are off like 25% right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's hurt. She's getting gashed. Yeah. Um, Ooh, but not so the best choice of terms. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, man. Sorry. Uh, everybody knows my heart's in the right place. <laughs> it's about having fun and treating everybody with respect and equality. So if I use bad words sometimes, hey, you should be able to take it. I'm, sorry. I'm not worried about bad words ever. Yeah. Uh, that's what I tell my, my kids too. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, what did we say when we were kids? It was sticks and stones can break my bones, but yeah. words can never hurt me. You yeah. Know, I don't to hear anybody saying hey, that. Hey, have you days, ever looked but... at, have you taken a deeper dive on UST, Tara? I've been meaning, I was in there earlier, you know, back in a year ago. Uh -huh. I think I, when it was a dollar or something like that. Um, Trading edge is asking, to... and I haven't done enough research to comment on it. <laughs> Our buddy Chuck's listening. <laughs> he just <laughs> see what he could here. Damn. No. Gashed. LOL. <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> it's on my Telegram thing. It's because uh, I got my screen showing still. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, that's that's funny. Hey, good to have you, Chuck. Um, but yeah, no, so you got a lot of good intel in this, talking about their funds, her strategies, what her thinking is on stuff. And we all know she's big on a lot of the stuff that, that, that we like. Um, and then this was one that I talked to Brad about earlier. Um, we were just chatting, but, you know, talking about it, this one's talking about a slide in BTC for the year, basically, but the DeFi and DAOs are going to crush it. So, uh, or sideways, this says sideways for BTC, I'm not saying a big like tank. It's just saying it's not going to uh, yeah. go up. I, look, I think the bottom line of everything we're saying here is that despite all of the mood and drama, there is uh, a, a um, lot of opportunity, a lot of opportunity. And we're going to try to uh, bump that up a bit. James asked if we have any recommendation for tax software. I have had, uh, we have had, my, uh, my partners and I at the Material Indicators have had nothing but hassle with tax software providers. So if anybody has a great recommendation, uh, please post it here in the comments and we will uh, post it. But it has been a nightmare of epic proportions. Um, they all have issues with um, pulling data. They all have issues with running the data and they all have issues with interpreting the data, especially with the complexity of the things that we've gotten into. Like when you're fucking earning uh, yield on a rebase token, what are the tax implications, if it's up, if it's down, um, if you're leveraging, if you're doing um, a round trip of some kind, what's the overall impact on those? Are you executing a trade when you take certain actions in DeFi? It is a colossal fucking mess. It's just a total fucking mess. And it'd be a lot less of a mess if the fucking IRS would just treat it like normal income or, or if we didn't have to calculate on every fucking transaction is my bottom line. Well, how are, I mean, cause I haven't done this yet for last, for the last year, but how are you tracking all the liquidity pool stuff? When you, you have to just, yeah, I three rebases a, a day. Export. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you got to handle it. That's why I moved everything to the, to geome and to, because the rebase tokens, you've got a lot less risk that the IRS is going to say, each of those rebases is a fucking tax event, right? Because you're gaining something. The question becomes, okay, IRS, is it a tax event at a loss if the price is down currently, right? I mean, have I gained anything? It's, this is, this, it's going to be a clusterfuck for a very long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, another reason to form offshore. Uh, yet another reason to form offshore, which is sad because I'd like to pay you know, on everything, but you're in jeopardy every time you fucking trade. Well, it's, there's no rules. That's the yeah, problem. Exactly. And everybody can just make it up. Um, and you just hope that you're not the one that hits the fucking audit lottery. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the things I, I mean, it's, since it's, you know, sorry, James, I, I, I don't have a good answer for you. I yeah. appreciate the question, but it's, it's a clusterfuck. 
And unfortunately, and I'm not blaming these crypto tax software companies. It's a it's a abysmally difficult thing to do. My philosophy at this point is find one that does a half-ass decent job, seems to do a good job. And if you submit 75 pages of transactions to the IRS uh, in their standard format, that you know, you hope there's not enough people to try to figure it all out. Oh, come on. They, they can't figure this shit out. <laughs> exactly. Just be honest and do your best, man. And, exactly. You know, don't worry about a technical thing. They're just excited to see you check the box. Saying that you did that. <laughs> and here's here's my trades. You do that. You're probably OK. You know, unless you're doing something really weird in there and they're like, what the? Yeah. Um, but, you know, um, I think that, you know, one of the things I do is I don't really buy anything with crypto. You know, I just trade and invest in it and then I off ramp into fiat. Right. So because I think that, you know, it's easier to prove that you're not evading taxes if you're off ramping at all through Coinbase, let's say. All right. And, you know, you're not like buying plane tickets and Teslas and shit like that with with crypto, because that's when I think it's going to get super confusing because then it is what is a taxable event? All right. What is it? What is revenue? What is it? What is loss? What is gain? All right. Um, because I don't have they don't have the rules. So to me, I just try to keep it as consolidated as possible off ramp in one place. And, you know, but but I don't really you see the one thing I don't do and I got to start doing is I don't really book the losses. Right. <laughs> just, because the only thing coming off is winning. OK, <laughs> I mean, the losses are gone. You know, they're there. So, <laughs> you know, I got to start really thinking about that because that could lower my tax burden dramatically. Um but, you know, again, well, I told you guys to think about the wash trading is that there's no prohibition on that either. Right. So, well, I did do that for the, I did that for the fund. Good. Uh, uh, on the 31st and uh, actually did just fine. I mean, I, I was a little nervous. We were going to have some kind of dump in the 30 minutes in between, but um, it wasn't bad. It well, wasn't even bad. look at this today. Like look, some of this stuff was off 15%, 10%. I mean, I mean, it's January. We're not really doing any. And we are now. not, by the way, we're not only no. are we not financial advisors, we are not tax advisors. We are not tax accountants. We are not tax attorneys. This Nothing is not close. financial or tax advice. You should always consult a professional about any of this shit that we talk about. Just reiterating yeah. again. And I mean, the problem is most of the CPAs don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> that's yeah, the problem. That's so the problem. Your professional doesn't they know. They don't fucking understand it. So, but my read is always just, you know, do your best to be honest at it. And, yeah. you know, but I'm going to start tracking losses better because look, if something's going up and down 40%, you know, you can be offsetting those gains continuously. Yeah. Where there's zero tax gains, basically. Yep. So, yep. you know, something to think about. It's US. Well, at this point, next year's tax bill is going to be really good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but the problem is that, well, see, you're running through corporations too, like I am, but- if you're doing individual, you can only take that, what is it, three grand a year, cap long yeah, capital yeah, gains yeah. loss or something. So you get, you know, you're not going to pay taxes until, you know, 2220, but you're probably going to be dead. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but anyhow, just be careful and, 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 you know, be as honest as you can be, kind of thing. Yep. 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 So, um, so I saw something. What is this? They have, I don't know if you've been tracking the virtual NFT pets at all. Um, getting real popular in the metaverse. The what? Like you buy an NFT, it's a oh virtual God, pet that you can go me. walk around in the metaverse. I, I just, I, I can't. It's I can't. NFTs, baby. I know, I know. And I like, I like, I, I like it. I like yeah. it. And there was another thing I saw. Oh, the activity tracking that we talked about a little bit. This is what I kind of thought was, you know, I saw Google formed up a blockchain group yesterday or the day before, um, put somebody as the lead of it. And I was just, when I see this, I think about Fitbit, you know, and shit. Just all the, not that I really look at it, just other than to make sure I'm not having a heart attack. Um, but, you know, this kind of thing about getting people to move around and get tokens is pretty cool. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but what else is going on, man? Uh, you know, I, I keep coming back to Frax. I'm actually looking at all their fucking awesome dashboards because when I was on the Tokamak site, it, it's it got some yield there. Um, and they, if I remember quite correctly, uh, there are a shit ton of opportunities uh, for yield enhancement uh, on FXS with Frax. They also uh, have their FPI token coming out soon, which is their uh, Frax 
Price Index, mm. uh, which is their goal to replace a the consumer price index eventually with something more realistic um, and that can't be manipulated. And um, big, big goal, big wishes. But, yeah. you know, you look at what Sam Kazmian does and it's hard to think that he's going to fail at that, too, because he's just killing it. The man is a biz dev machine. I say all the time to projects, the the key to your success. Yes, you have to have good community. Yes, you have to have good marketing. But ultimately, to, to expand in DeFi, it's all about your integrations and your partnerships. It's it's like it's it's absolutely critical. So, yeah, yeah. Thanks for waiting. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, well, no, I agree 100 I mean, percent. I'm just fucking with you. You know, when I was doing the management consulting, investment banking stuff, you know, to me, I was always about partnerships. Yeah. Um, you know, because it was different. This isn't like, you know, like you would do in this space. But, you know, you want access to other things that they have or you want access to their customers, or their distribution channels, whatever. But, you know, more people in a play is better than one person toiling alone at a computer. Yeah. Um, you just get more done. Absolutely. And leverage different organizations. I mean, I, I'm a firm believer in strategic partnerships and Karitsu type plays and uh, coalitions and clusters and all of that, because that's, you know, it's a big old water cooler thing. Then. Yep. Yep. Um, where you get to mind share um, constantly. So very pro. Absolutely. I'm just looking to see if there was anything on my list else that I wanted to talk about today. I don't think so. Nothing major, buddy. You're not on your, your Pornhub channel? No, I'm, uh, oh. I'm, uh, I, I closed that for the time being. I, I decided I should stop watching porn while I'm on the show. Oh, you're watching it now? Oh, I thought you were just acting in it. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a crazy ass satire movie last night. Uh, it's controversial because I think people are pissed that liberals have done it, but uh, it's called Don't Look Up. Oh, I watched it. That's fucking nuts man it's fucking nuts uh yeah I, you know it was funny though when they turned the whole thing around to well let's blow it up and capture it and then we can get all the money from it you know <laughs> versus just like thinking of the first task order which is keep it from hitting the planet <laughs> you know they instead decide to let it hit the not the spoiler yeah look i think it was like supposed to be a statement on capitalism and you know okay run amok stupid ass politicians <laughs> Look, yeah, it was extreme, but it was funny as shit. I thought so too. It was funny as shit. In the Oval Office, who is it? Glenn? No, oh, um, uh, yeah, Glenn Close. Is it Glenn Close? Okay, or is that was, Meryl Streep? Meryl Streep. It was Meryl Streep. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Meryl Streep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good. But did you watch the post? Did you catch the post credit scene after they got? Oh, oh. Um, when the don't guy... say what happened. Don't want to spoil it. The son? No, no. Oh, I did see it, but I don't remember it. So. Um... After everything happens, yeah, give me a little hint. The, a group of them is in another location. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I remember that. <laughs> well, that is pretty. That is funny, man. I did find that. I, I saw that one coming, though. Oh my god, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was funny. Fucking great. That was just so. It's pretty abysmal, but also funny, but kind of stupid. It's anyway. Yeah. yeah, it's not yeah. going to be Aaron, the Academy Awards. It's, Aaron it's, Bostrom said the autistic tech biz CEO stole the show. Totally. What a what a fucking character that is. That's just like the whole thing was just ridiculous. Wait, who who was the guy? Was that the guy from Breaking Bad who was the um you know when they were fumigating the houses or like cooking in the fumigated tenant houses? The the guy who shot the kid in that scene under the bridge? The blonde hair. Was it Matt Damon or was it one of those guys? I can't remember. Who was I don't know. What's the name of the movie? I don't even know what you're talking about. You can no, who was the main, who was the protagonist in Look Up movie? The one you just talked about. Oh, uh, 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 what's, what's his fucking name? Hold on. I think it's the guy who was from Breaking. No. Hold on, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. So Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, okay. That's, that's who it is. That's star. who I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's DiCaprio. Yeah. yeah. I sometimes see the way he acted so kind of like, um, no, but the tech CEO, Aaron, is absolutely right. It's yeah. Fucking hilarious. And I thought DiCaprio did a good job in the role. I thought I thought he did a pretty good job. So. Yeah. Well, um, no, it is funny when that the the tech CEO is like, oh, okay. Um, I'll be 
I'll be right back. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I was like, what the fuck? You know, uh, and I, I enjoyed the, the ending. So it was weird because it's such a weird mix of comedy and drama, right? And you're kind of cringing. And then at the same time, you're like, oh, holy fuck. And then you're like cringing and then you're laughing. And then it's, it's, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. It got, got panned by the, uh, by the critics, but. Well, uh, it's, it's, it's got like that. There's sort of, it's got that sort of deadpan sort of genre in it. So yeah. that everybody's saying stuff tongue in cheek constantly um, without the matching facial expressions. Uh-huh. So that's You're what right. makes it so in, in, interesting. It's a little hard to watch because of that, but yeah. Um, but still, it's you know. Then someone says something completely like that. Who's the um, his sidekick, the uh, female uh, professor? Uh, I've seen her in a lot of oh, stuff. Oh, Jennifer the, Lawrence. Oh, that was Jennifer Lawrence. Shit, was it? Kinda, yeah, it was Jennifer Lawrence. And then you got friggin' Ariana Grande playing a fucking playing a satire of herself, which was fucking awesome. It was like, seriously, did she do that? Was great. So. Anyway, it was it was I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I feel totally like I've seen it. everything on Netflix and Prime. I don't see anything new. Um, oh, I can't wait! New 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 series, new season of Ozark comes out tonight. I'm go, fucking fired up. Billions was coming out either recently or soon. No, I just I think I watched those episodes. The, yeah, yeah, I watched the ones those. without Damien. Oh. I mean, the ones without Axe. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because he's out of the series it. now. It's so, um, but most of the other people are still there. Um, but it gets more. There's some new people running Axe Capital or whatever it's called now. Um, but I got to check that one out. I was curious because he was such a key part of that show to me. I mean, the other characters and a Ooh. lot of their twisted up stuff was pretty cool. But he kind of adds that sort of just the unique kind of killer element to it. This is interesting. Uh, MetaMask launched a developer version of the wallet called Flask, Ooh. which uh, that that has some really interesting potential. Snaps is the first feature to be released. It allows developers to expand the functionality of MetaMask at runtime without their involvement. Shit, man. You know, that talks, that, ooh, that plays into Chuck, this, Chuck, we must talk if you're still watching, dude. This this is uh he's here, he just commented on succession. Oh, he did? Yeah. So when oh, I, I love succession, Chuck. Fucking love it. It is awesome. Chuck, we gotta take a look at this uh new snaps feature in the MetaMask developer browser version. Um, it speaks to something I've been working on in the doc. So hey everybody, Chuck's a, a good friend of ours and a, a, a business partner. Um and, and we're working on some stuff. Yeah, I would say probably one of the best experienced, massive software program management people out there. I mean, technically as deep as it gets, but just this, I don't, you know, I don't want to say what projects he's worked on, but just giant stuff and yeah. ran it. So this yeah. guy is top tier. He's part of, um, you know, we've our known team. him for a couple of years, our team. Yeah. What's the Alpinist, Trading Edge, what is Alpinist about, dude? Have you heard of Alpinist, Joe? I heard about that, but it was something about... Um, I got the idea was uh, I was searching for it. I think it was something about like uh, it wasn't mountain climbing, was it? Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. solo ascents in his baddest, boldest solo ascents in history. I did watch the other one. What was the other mountain climbing movie that was like? I, I knew into the void. Into the into yeah. the void. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Is that the one where he has to cut the rope on the on the partner, or the partner cuts the rope, or is it the one with the dads with the two kids and the dad? No, has I'm thinking of brother. the partner on the rope. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the one. And then the one where they actually, it's just footage of the guy that does the bear climbs that, yeah, that, that no, whatever, yeah, with no free ropes. Ascent, yeah. Those, that, those fucking people. Those guys in Yosemite? Yeah, those fucking uh, people. Going up El Capitan? That's, yeah. That's just insane, man. Fucking, I, I, not a, I, I just, I can't even fathom it, dude. Can't I can't watch it. people do that stuff. I was in Chamonix a few years back and a buddy of mine was, doing some, you know, free climbing on a rock wall, you know, and he's like 60, 70 feet up at that point. It's the, there's a little thing South of town. I think it's like Guyon or something like that, but it's on the road and you can, there's all kinds of bolted routes and free routes and all that. But I just can't watch it because I just imagine, you know, without a rope, yeah. Yeah. fall, break your leg, whatever. I, I, yeah. I don't have a problem with the ropes and watching or doing it, 
um, the rappelling down is a little tricky, but everything else I'm fine with, but I just don't, um, I just can't watch it. I get cringy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree, dude. I can't take it. All right, man. I got a hard stop at one. Yeah. I got the material indicators team meeting. So uh, great chatting with you today. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for all your feedback. Everybody that has participated, thank you for playing. Uh, you'll get your uh, at-home board game edition of uh, DeFi Lunch sent to your home address. So thank you for joining in as we... Uh, you know, my son told me, you know, our hold what? and dump idea. I was like, dude, so I've got the two kids working on our sound our uh, song for DeFi Lunch, uh, our intro music. Nice. And I was telling them about the concept behind Dump or Hold, the game show format thing. And my son was like, Dad, you got to go all in with game show. You got to do... Thanks, Chuck. Thanks for watching, man. Yeah, he thanks, goes, buddy. He goes, you got to go all in. He goes, you got to do it like the gong show or something, like with fucking sound effects and crazy music in between and, uh, you know, just all kinds of crazy stuff. I was like, that actually sounds like a lot of fucking fun so anyway yeah no i mean some of the other shows i occasionally tap into ones that are really reviewing particular ones i see a lot of energy and and action and some of those like conferences you go to there's always some kind of wizard yeah. shaman dude out there doing something on stage yeah um i like it i, I just don't want to break into a sweat Me. <laughs> running around ringing bells no, and shit like no, that i don't mean physically i mean we'll just do sound effects and graphics like superhero graphics on the screen like if you ask a real zinger question of a fucking project it'll be like wow you know oh yeah all right that, that sounds cool like you know bang or shark sound or something i don't know just shark bite sound or something anyway uh that kind of shit just fucking crazy shit crazy shit. cool man i like it keep the give yeah. the people what they want Damn straight, damn straight, over the top. Get attention, yep. look at us over here. That's right, man. You know, it's funny. I mean, you know, our our uh, numbers are, are, are doing really well in terms of viewers between all of the fucking places I have to calculate all the numbers. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then bank goes down. I'm like all feeling good. Like the same fucking day, the same fucking day. And the bankless, bankless uh, one of the guys, David, posts a screenshot of their episode saying that uh, the show they did with Kobe or somebody was about to surpass the number of viewers of Vitalik's interview with them. I uh, look at the fucking numbers of views. On yeah, that it's show. like 30 million or something like that. You know, it's, no, like, it's like 90 to a hundred thousand, but you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're, we're, you know, we got a ways to go, but it's growing. So, and thank you everybody who watches and who shares it. Please keep sharing, keep watching, please rate and review us. Uh, let your friends and family know about us. You know, we're, we're getting there, Joe. We're, we're, look, we've had, um, in total across all platforms, uh, this show, just this show has, you know, probably had a good uh, half of one of their shows. But, you know, we're doing really well. And every show, I mean, you can see the climb. Every yeah. single show, it's growing and growing and growing. So uh, we'll get there, buddy. It's the slog, but we're, uh, I love hey, our audience right now. Our community is awesome. It's all about the journey, not the yeah. destination, man. Yeah, yeah. Our, so. Art is a process. Hey, Trading Edge, good weekend to you, buddy. Chuck, thanks, man. Appreciate you watching. Love all of you guys. Appreciate it. Everybody have a lovely, yeah. wonderful day. Hang tough this weekend. Don't get nauseous from all the up and down. Just stay steady, do other stuff, and wait for the bounce. Yes, right? absolutely. Take it easy, Cheers, man. Everybody. Have a good day. Hey, Not let's touch base advice. later this afternoon, Joe. All right, dude. Talk to you. See Bye. you. Cheers. Bye.